0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Alice. I'm your host, Alice Bell, and today is Monday, October 23rd. This week is going to be kind of major astrologically. We've got a lunar eclipse coming up, which is the second of two eclipses we're getting in October. So we have that to look forward to, and we're going to do a much deeper dive into that later on in the episode. But just know, that in general, the energy surrounding this work week leading up to that eclipse on Saturday is kind of frantic and very busy. Like things are coming together. There's a lot of heightened activity taking place this week, in case you're noticing that already in the few days leading up to Saturday's eclipse. I just got back from traveling to California and I was able, well... I was kinda I wasn't fully able, but basically um the path of the solar eclipse in Libra on October 14th kind of went near LA. It was like a little more east though. So it wasn't a hundred percent. But I tried to go outside at the time the eclipse was happening, and it was like kind of weird. Like the light was just like not the sunlight, like was not super strong. And a few people were messaging me on Instagram, sending me pictures. I feel like it was people in Colorado were able to see the solar eclipse really clearly if they had glasses on and it was crazy it was like a crescent moon directly in the line of the sun like if you looked at the sun with glasses you were seeing a crescent moon on top of the sun and then I even saw someone posted a story that was like the shadow of the sun on the ground was a bunch of crescent moons as like the sun shining on the ground. It was crazy. Um, So I'm kind of jealous I didn't get to see that fully, but there will be another opportunity next April, April 8th. There's a solar eclipse in Aries that will also be um, visible in North America on that date. Basically, the line for that eclipse starts in Maine, Toronto, goes down through upstate New York, Detroit, Cleveland, St. Louis, And then into like Dallas, Austin, and closer to like Mexico, um, the western side of Mexico though. So I'm kind of debating like, should I fly to Austin um, and try to see this eclipse? Or should I go to like Vermont or upstate New York? I guess the weather is like a lot trickier at that time of year. So I'll see if I end up doing that come April. But yeah, let's get into the astrology of this week. I want to start obviously with Monday, October 23rd. We still have the moon in Aquarius today, except it's reached the later degrees of Aquarius, like the 20s, that degree range, and it's applying to a square with Uranus in the later degrees of Taurus. So you may feel like a little bit on edge starting the week, Um, There could be, like, unexpected news you're receiving or a bit of, like, some unsettled energy. Just, again, like, moon Uranus contacts, not, like, the most relaxing vibe on a Monday morning. (laughs) So you might just be kind of, like, impatient or, like, kind of want to get things going, feeling like it's just harder to relax um, and sit still on Monday I would also say like on a more positive note, this could be like a great energy for coming up with like creative ideas or being super innovative and just like having inspiration strike suddenly for maybe a project you've been um, reflecting back and forth on. Also, what's happening majorly on Monday is that in the early afternoon Eastern time on Monday, the sun finally leaves Libra and moves into Scorpio. So Scorpio season, as of Monday afternoon, East Coast time, is has officially begun. Um, and there's a lot going on in Scorpio right now. When the sun goes into Scorpio on October 23rd, it's also joining Mercury and Mars already in this sign. So that's like three planets there in Scorpio, in that Scorpio-ruled house of your chart. So a lot of energy and attention um, directed towards those Scorpio house themes for you right now. And I want to spend, um, a couple seconds talking about Scorpio themes in general, like what you can expect with just all these planets in Scorpio right now. Like Scorpio is a very, it's a sign that's very determined and is willing to go after what it wants until it accomplishes its goal. So it it has like that quality of Mars where so. Mars rules the signs Aries and Scorpio. So if we're thinking about like Mars ruling Aries, it's very like impulsive or like take action right now, like that side of Mars, where having like the qualities of the uh, this other Mars ruled sign Scorpio, it's very much like, yes, you're still taking action towards things, but you know that it might take a while. And it's kind of more, I don't want to say like secretive, but... Just a little more like under wraps, like maybe um, not as like talking as big of a game, but like knowing that you're putting action towards something and it'll pay off eventually. Like Scorpio is a sign that just does not give up easily and will keep going and going. And that can definitely become problematic when you're like becoming, when you're directing this like obsessive, like fixative type energy towards things you can't control like trying to get a romantic partner to like you back or obsessing over what someone might have said about you or just like trying to control everything so there's definitely themes of like knowing what is the most productive to put your energy towards at this time and it's probably like focusing on your own goals um self-improvement like cutting out negative patterns and habits that just aren't working for you. So just trying to bring your energy back to yourself rather than these like external things that you think might make you happy. Throughout the second half of Monday um, and probably a little into Tuesday morning, again, East Coast time, um, the sun at zero degrees of Scorpio will immediately trine Saturn in Pisces at zero degrees as well. So this zero degree, zero degree water sign trine, that's great for just having more concentration, ability to focus on Monday afternoon. Like maybe if you felt unsettled or anxious earlier on in the day, you're ready to get to work, come mid-afternoon into the evening or you're just like kind of accepting responsibilities um or taking on a challenge without complaining about it too much it's kind of like the easier side of saturn like you want to accomplish more you want to do more things and it's not coming across as like as difficult or as an obstacle also it's important to note that like on these days when the Seasons change, like how it's Libra season earlier on on the 23rd, but then it switches to Scorpio season later on that day. Like, I think a lot of people kind of get this wrong, which is like they think that, like, on that exact day, like October 23rd, it's immediately Scorpio season. It changes at midnight when that's not the case. So, if you are born on one of these dates where it's like really close to the cusp of like one season going into the next season. That's when you really need to get your birth time because sometimes like a few minutes can make a difference of like where the sun is on that day. Like for instance, if you're born at 11 AM, if you're having a baby on 11 AM on October 23rd this year, it's going to be a Libra. Whereas if you have a baby at like 4 PM on October 23rd, it's going to be a Scorpio. So that's just important to note in general. Okay, the Saturn vibes continue as we move into Tuesday, October 24th. The moon is in early Pisces this day, um, coming off of a conjunction with Saturn. That Saturn conjunction is definitely going to be felt a lot more strongly earlier on in the day on Tuesday rather than in the afternoon. But if you are in Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, just further on in time zones, you're going to feel this Saturnian energy for like the majority of your work, of, of your entire day. So this is kind of like put your head down, do work. Not super fun, light, fluffy energy. It's more like, oh my God, I have all these responsibilities. I've kind of procrastinated on, and I finally need to do this work now. Um, you could also just feel kind of frustrated or like blocked in an area of your life. Like things aren't moving fast enough, or you may feel you may feel super down or like self-critical, or you could find yourself like projecting this energy and like criticizing other people. So just paying attention to that and trying not to do it so much. Um, but yeah, Tuesday will be probably a super productive day because you're going to want to get to work, um, not sitting around. Also, Tuesday will just be very active and like probably more social or just more stuff is going on. Like things are really coming together or you're initiating opportunities or projects because of how many aspects the moon is making to other planets this day. So I just mentioned that the moon is. Coming out of a conjunction with Saturn, but at the same time, the moons and Pisces also trining the Sun, Mercury, and Mars, all of which are in the earlier degrees of Scorpio throughout Tuesday. And it's moving into an opposition with Venus and Virgo. So literally moon aspecting all these certain planets. Um and how I read that is just like there's more traction like things are on your side to get to get whatever you want to accomplish this day and there may just be way more interactions and communication with other people going on like relationships, especially with the moon Venus opposition might be a bigger focus on Tuesday and like communication um, related work because of like that mercury trying as well yeah having like the moon in pisces trining all these other planets in scorpio like the sun mercury and mars this is a lot of water sign energy we're working with on tuesday so just being more sensitive to other people's needs um you may feel more intuitive yourself like you're able to pick up on like the vibe around you or just like how someone else might be feeling however Try not to let your emotions, especially like in the heat of the moment, if you have like a situation like that, that gets you kind of riled up, try not to let your emotions get the best of you on Tuesday. Um, And that's what's great about Scorpio, helping to balance that kind of like all over emotional vibe that Pisces has. The Scorpio planets are great for like controlling your feelings or just being a little bit stronger with your emotions. Then we get to Wednesday, October 25th. The moon is still in Pisces all day on Wednesday. It's now applying to a conjunction with Neptune though. So you're still having this like very sensitive energy, which is like what Pisces and Neptune in general is about. Um, And your emotions may just feel a lot stronger on Wednesday or you're just taking things kind of personally or just getting like very sensitive, maybe getting upset when you normally wouldn't get upset about something or maybe feeling a bit like confused about what you need to put your energy into on Wednesday. It's kind of annoying because Wednesday is kind of the height of the work week. And on that day, you may you may just not feel as energetic as you normally would. And you may want to find like moments for rest or Wednesday would be a great day to just like do a morning meditation if that's not something you do every day um, or go for a walk or maybe try out some creative hobby after work um, rather than like, turning to alcohol or like turning on the TV to feel, to kind of like check out, like those would definitely be Neptune and Pisces, like escapist tendencies that might come up on Wednesday. Um Just trying to flip that into something a bit more productive for you. So you feel better. Um But yeah, so very sensitive, kind of emotional. Also, Those things might just be a little bit more prominent later on on Wednesday. The moon will get super close to Neptune, like at night, East Coast time. So we're talking like 7 to 11 PM. Also, this is kind of a random anecdote, but. I have noticed like repeatedly when the moon is at these later degrees of Pisces which happens once a month and it conjoins Neptune things like water become water related things become a greater theme. Um so this like I've had this happen where I had a plumbing issue with my toilet or it's just raining a lot where I live. Obviously this isn't going to apply to everyone but just pay attention how like maybe news stories involving like water or rain become a bigger topic of interest on Wednesday into like early Thursday. Like for example, last month when this moon Neptune conjunction happened in Pisces, that's when like the really heavy rain started up in New York and like the flood happened the following day. So definitely applied to that water theme of Pisces and Neptune. Then we get to Thursday, October 26th and Friday, October 27th. I'm going to group these two together this week because there's not a ton going on. Um, The weekend is really where more of the action is. But throughout Thursday and Friday, the moon is moving through Aries all day, both of these days. So coming off those like more intense emotions of having the moon in Pisces throughout the earlier part of the work week. The later part of the week, you might just have more action. You're feeling more energized, um, just like less emotional in general and ready to get things going. Also, you're probably just going to be a lot busier because by this point, Thursday and Friday, we're only like 24 to 48 hours Ahead of the lunar eclipse. So, this is kind of like the peak activity period out of the entire month where you're starting to see things come together. Um, You're seeing visible results take place, or you're having a lot of important realizations. You may find with the moon and Aries for this couple day period that you are having more confidence in asserting yourself or standing up for yourself in some way and just letting people know where you stand. Um, So, that could be a more positive manifestation. Also on Friday the 27th, the moon in Aries will meet up with Chiron in Aries. So Friday might be a little trickier than Thursday. Um, Moon conjunct Chiron could bring out a little bit of insecurity or kind of like wounding surrounding a certain area of your life. And to figure out what that area might be, you're looking at where what is the Aries-ruled house of your chart. So where is that moon and Chiron conjunction taking place at the moment. And yeah, just like more active healing or kind of challenging situations being brought up that are urging you to look within and heal certain parts of yourself. So that could be a theme you're encountering on Friday. Then we're finally to the main event for the week, which is the lunar eclipse in Taurus taking place on Saturday, October 28th. This is going to happen right right after 4 p.m. New York time. So we're feeling the build up to that lunar eclipse pretty much the whole day. It's going to happen at five degrees of Taurus. So if you have early fixed sign placements, specifically Taurus and Scorpio planets or angles in your chart right around that five degree range, so like anywhere between like zero to ten degrees of that sign, I would say like you're going to feel this eclipse very intensely. And this is the final Taurus eclipse that we're getting in this Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle that's been happening since November 2021. Like we've had, we've already been through this story several times before. The first Taurus eclipse was a Taurus lunar eclipse in November 2021. Then we got a Taurus solar eclipse in April of 2022. And then another Taurus lunar eclipse in November 2022. And here we are at the fourth one in late October of 2023. So the themes really that are going on and being made a lot more prominent in the Taurus ruled sector of your chart, that's not anything new to you right now. Like it's kind of like the final wrap up or the final push maybe you need to make changes or have important realizations go on there if that hasn't fully been happening over the course of the last two years. And the energy of a lunar eclipse Um, The energy of a lunar eclipse in general is definitely different than a solar eclipse, which we got on October 14th. The lunar eclipse tends to be A time of greater activity where you're seeing results, you're feeling busier, you're more connected to people, you may have a lot more emotions come up or like realizations are made of what you need to change, release, or make adjustments to moving forward. Like the solar eclipse, things are just less visible. Like you're like, I'm not really sure what I should be putting energy into quite yet. I just know I want to turn into a new direction Maybe in that house of your chart where the solar eclipse is happening. Whereas with the lunar eclipse, like things have been building there for a while. And this is finally like the moment of release, or this is like the full circle moment there where you're seeing like a lot of activity take place. And the effects of this Taurus lunar eclipse will continue to play out over the next six months until the next pair of eclipses happen in the spring of 2024. So if you're not seeing change or huge developments take place exactly on October 28th, still see like how that final chapter of the Taurus World House in your chart is continuing to unfold in a major way over the next several months. You're not missing any opportunity. Um, yeah, it just sometimes eclipses and the results like take a while to play out overall though i would say mm, i might want to be a little cautious with this but i would say this looks like an easier taurus lunar eclipse than the past ones we've experienced at this time of year like the taurus lunar eclipses in 2021 and 2022 november of those years they were kind of tricky because they were very configured with Saturn in Aquarius at that time. And also Uranus in Taurus was a bit closer to the eclipses during those. So those were just like more difficult or felt like very emotionally heavy. Also at the same time last year, when the last Taurus lunar eclipse took place, Mars had just begun to have its retrograde in Gemini. So there was also like this other very difficult transit of Mars retrograde paired with the eclipse season uh, last fall. So thankfully we don't have that this time. And Jupiter is in Taurus, very closely connected to the moon during this lunar eclipse. So Jupiter kind of steps in um, and is kind of like a saving grace where it's I don't know like you may just have like more optimism about what this eclipse holds for you or there's more opportunities for growth and advancement that may have not totally come to fruition with the last few Taurus eclipses. Like maybe you had a lot of high hopes for those, but things ended up being a bit more challenging or frustrating because of Saturn squaring the the eclipses from Aquarius. Um, Now we have a different story with Jupiter there. It just allows for more growth and abundance to take place. However, there are still some challenging aspects with this eclipse, um, specifically the fact that it's exactly opposite Mars. And Mars is conjunct Mercury at this time. And then that's all configured with Jupiter too. So there may just be a tone of like aggression or yeah, just like taking maybe anger out on other people or noticing that come up in the news cycle a lot more, kind of like vicious type energy, or maybe blaming other people or violence. Mars, unfortunately, sometimes is like physical violence. So that could be a theme, especially because like a Mars, um, Mars and Scorpio will be exactly opposite Jupiter and Taurus. And Jupiter can sometimes amplify. The Mars themes of aggression, violence, anger to like a point where you don't want like it's just not pleasant at all. And it's it's like scary. Um, So that would be the downside of this eclipse that could take place um, and kind of like what I'm a little bit worried about. But hopefully Jupiter does a little bit more good than harm in this case. Yeah, Mars has really been a main character for all of October. I'm happy for that to fade out a bit. I think once we get, I don't know, all these planets are coming into a conjunction with Mars and it's making all these aspects to like, made an aspect of Pluto, the south node. That was very challenging. Now it's configured with Jupiter and the eclipse. Um, So hopefully when we get into Sagittarius season, Mars is just not as prominent and there's not as much aggression going on um, in the world. That leads me to Sunday, October 29th. The energy represented by the eclipse will still very much be present this day. Like maybe you're still having emotions, changes, realizations coming up at this time, or you're feeling more connected with people, like full moon, which is what a lunar eclipse is, that type of energy Is great for surrounding yourself with other people. Like relationships just become a bigger focus. Um, People that, this is like a very random tangent, but people born with a full moon in their birth chart, which is when the moon is in the opposite sign that your sun is in, um, relationships are a huge, huge theme in their life. Like I've seen this a lot where people are like they get into a relationship kind of young and they're in that relationship for a very long time or it's just very much about like one-on-one interactions with people rather than being more independent. And that's definitely not a bad thing at all. It's just like they're learning more about themselves through the lens of someone else. Like they they kind of need the other person there to help them realize more of who they want to become. But back to Sunday though, this is when the Mercury and Mars conjunction goes exact in Scorpio. This is like a lot of um, mental energy and maybe needing to direct that somewhere. So if you write at all, this would be a great day to start like journal a lot more, get an article out on paper, do like work that requires like communication or a lot of handling of details. I know it's a Sunday, but it could just be a more productive Sunday where you're fighting the Sunday scaries by getting a little work off your to-do list. Um, also, if you're a big reader, like it could, be do- it could be really good to do more reading or research. And you'll definitely want to be careful of how your words are coming across to other people. Like Mars, Mercury is definitely kind of a fighting energy or uh, snapping back in the heat of the moment type thing where you're not giving a whole lot of thought to what you want to say before talking. So definitely being mindful of slowing down before responding to people or jumping to criticize someone or fighting back. Like sometimes the best response is like no response. So yeah. And if you do notice that people are a little bit more like snappy with you, try not to take that personally. Like it's very much the energy of the day. And then finally, the moon is still in Taurus on Sunday. Like I mentioned, we're still coming off that energy of the eclipse. Um, But like just going back to basic Taurus themes, um, great for hands-on type work, engaging in more relaxing activities. However, that might be a bit hard to do with that Mercury-Mars conjunction I just talked about. Also, the moon is applying to a conjunction with Uranus on the same day. So there could be just like, Again, returning to the themes we talked about at the very start of this episode, kind of a bit unsettled or anxious um, or needing to try out a new experience and like get out of the house, do something new. Um, Yeah. Or just like maybe you kind of get something unexpected come your way. Like someone has a conversation with you that you didn't anticipate or you hear from someone you haven't heard from in a while. Think like little minor unexpected news like that maybe popping up on Sunday. But yeah, that is the week. Um, I hope everyone has a great week and I will see you back here next time.